welcome to Moreland Myths. you i'm here no i'm actually good i'm enjoying (laughs) the sunshine i'm enjoying um i've been like making a lot of plans lately because Mm. we have sunlight for so long i'm like really busy until it gets dark which is that's great that's nice yeah i I love the i don't like the waking up earlier i am not a morning person i hate mornings actually very much i like to sleep at least until yeah. seven or eight or even nine if I can get away with it. But I can't usually get away with it. So, yeah, I um, I normally it, I've never noticed daylight savings time affecting me in the morning mm-hmm. like I have this year. Interesting. Like this year has been a I'm like, oh, I look at the clock and it says it's 1030. And then my body's like, but really, it's 930. And I'm like, that makes yeah. so much more sense for where I'm, mm-hmm. I'm at in my day. Yeah. It doesn't feel like 1030, you know? So I'm like kind of just trying to fake it till I make it. Because I just, <laughs> I don't change anything. I just move like nothing happened. Right. But then my body's like, what are you doing? To yeah. Me? This is not but right. I fucking love the sunshine. So Agreed. I will do whatever I have to do Agreed. to make it work. I- I have been loving that there's been a minute or two of sunshine because it's just been cloudy and like rainy and snowy here. Oh. So uh, there was a last Saturday, I think we'd gone out to um, Glen's Ferry. One of our friends opened like a hardware store out there. So we drove out Mm -hmm. there and it was a beautiful day. I mean, minus the wind. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was sunny. And oh my gosh, I was so excited. And then the next day, I swear to God, it snowed. I was so pissed. <laughs> Did you guys go to the um, hot springs while you were out there? No. Oh, okay. No. No, we took Tesla with us. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they don't allow dogs on their property, really. Little travel dog. Yeah. Yeah, she goes everywhere with us. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had a story to tell you that I waited to tell you because I wanted to tell you on the podcast. <laughs> um, I had a nightmare last night. Oh, no. Typical haunted house or some, something spooky was happening, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I woke up from my nightmare. I'm like laying in my room. And I like try to get up like I'm trying to like calm myself down because it was scary, but Whatever it was, it wasn't as scary as what happened next because I'm laying there. I'm like trying to get up and I'm trying to get Josh's attention and Primmy's laying next to me. And then Josh is on the other side and I'm like trying to reach for him and like say his name, but nothing is happening. And so I'm like, what's going on? Like, why can't like my jaw felt like it was locked. My body felt like it was locked. And so like I tried to get up to go to the bathroom and like I was stumbling to the door and I was like something's wrong like I'm something's wrong with me I've got to call like an ambulance like so I'm not something's not right and so I'm trying to get Josh's attention and he says you're fine go back to sleep 
And I was like, I can't like in my head, I'm like, I can't even talk. Like I can't even tell you what I'm doing. Like I, what are you saying? And my, like, I'm screaming his name, but nothing's coming out. No sound. I hate that. And I was just like, what is happening? And then I finally, like, I get back in bed, I lay down and I'm like looking around and then I start seeing faces all over my bedroom. This is in your dream? Floating. This is all floating. So I'm like in my room, but faces are starting to float around the room. And I'm like, no, 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 absolutely no. And I'm like, Josh, I'm having a nightmare. I'm having a nightmare. Help me. And I can't say anything and I can't move. And I look at the door frame and I see Primmy at the end of my bed, like at the door. Yeah. And she like walks up to me and she puts her hand on my side and she's like trying to get in bed with me, but I can feel Primmy on my left hand side in my bed already. And she like wasn't moving right. What the actual fuck? And I sit the fuck up and wake up finally because I was sleeping still. And I had like half woken up. So I was like kind of in a sleep paralysis, but I wasn't actually awake. I just thought I woke myself up from my nightmare and I just kept being in my nightmare. And so by the time I actually woke up, I could still see the faces in my vision. So I turned on the lights like you see this painting behind me right here. There's the two dark sides. This looked like a fucking face last night. And so I turned on the lights. I watched New Girl for like an hour and a half and couldn't fall asleep because I was shook. That's it was scary. the most vivid, like crazy nightmare I've ever I like I've had a lot of like really vivid nightmares. Like, especially if like I'm gonna die, I like make peace with it. Sure. And then I wake up and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I thought I was dying and I actually am was just asleep like those are crazy but this was like i've never dreamt in my like about my room oh sure you know like yeah it was all very real and then but then it was like going in between reality you know it was just really fucked up that's too much that's too much for any dream the faces (laughs) and the two primmies that's the two primmies was you, where but it, was woke, it, it was, woke me up. But wasn't two primmies. It was no someone pretending a, to be a nightmare. But yeah. I felt something. Oh, Ew. that was where that's where I was like not Yuck. well. Yeah, and that's what finally woke me up. Yeah, was like that. I, I mean, I thought I felt something touch me, and I could feel Primmy laying against my left side. Like I knew it wasn't her. You know, so it was just really. That's gross. I don't like that dream at all. Awful. That is fucking awful. Yeah. That is so terrible. I called my mom to tell her about it. And my stepdad has been going to Houston every week because he's doing something for work. And she's like, why the fuck did you tell me this? Because <laughs> I'm alone all week this week. Oh, my gosh. I was like, uh, happy. Sorry. I wanted to I tell you. To. I had to tell Sorry. you. I had to share it with someone. It's <laughs> like, I can't tell Ailey yet because I have to tell her on the podcast. So <laughs> you're it. You're it. <laughs> you're up. <laughs> it was really, it was really scary. 
That is scary. Um, I didn't turn the echo cancellation off on my side. <laughs> so we'll just deal with it. <laughs> oh, is it, is it echoing? It is a little bit. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Oh, we'll just remember for next time. Um, oh, but okay. I had a dream. I don't know. I had a dream the other night that my sister died. Oh. But like... It, yeah, it was wild. It was the most wild dream I've had in a while. But she, like, mm. wanted to die. Like, like chose. Like, something was wrong and was like, this is my choice. Oh, like. And so we were, like, all with her. Yeah. Well, and I woke up and I, like, had, I immediately text her. Because I woke up and I couldn't figure out if it was actually real life or right. if it was fake. Like, and I laid there and I was like, hang on a minute. I can't tell if this was actually real, if this actually happened or not. Right. (laughs) So I immediately had to text her because I went out in the kitchen. I was talking to Chris about it. He's like, just text her. And I was like, I'm going to. But I had to tell somebody about it. (laughs) And she texts me. She's like, I'm fine. I'm just fine. I was like, good. My God. (laughs) You're like, I have a dream to tell you about, but I'm not ready to talk about it. I know. What I ugh. I don't usually yeah. my dreams are usually weird like they just don't make sense they're not usually scary or sad yeah. or you know they're just weird they don't make sense yeah but I that have, one was upsetting I, yeah uh, well and I have like repeat dreams a lot like I'll oh, dream, yeah, I dream the about dream. a theme park a lot like and it's really? kind of Disneyland but it's not it's almost like. A little bit abandoned, but very full of people. Like, I don't know. It's a weird space, but I dream about that at theme park a lot. And then um, I have a few other recurring like locations. But yeah, I don't remember <laughs> what I was dreaming about. I was like a haunted house. It was like almost like, you know, it was, felt very Scooby-Doo scary dream. Oh, sure. And then it got like fucking scary. scary. And then it got scary. Yeah. Yeah. I if I have to pee, I will dream about a particular stall in the elementary I went to school at. <laughs> Interesting. Every time, every time, and it's like I know that I have to get up and go pee because mm-hmm. if I don't, like I'm in in my dream, I'm gonna sit down and pee, and I'm afraid that I'm gonna pee the bed. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, right. Oh god. But it's always the same stall. It's the first stall in the like this particular bathroom in the elementary I went. To- I went to. And I don't even think that elementary is there anymore. I think it got torn down. <gasps> Every well, time, though. It's alive in your dreams. Ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't like sorry. it. Yuck. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> last week, when you guys are listening to this, it'll be last week, we did an Instagram, li- Instagram mm-hmm. live. Yeah, we did. Um, and we ki- came back on and kind of talked about the show. We talked about books. So if you mm-hmm. haven't watched that, definitely go check it out. It's like a half hour. But mm-hmm. you can see Haley and I chatting about life, books, books, life, and podcast. podcast. Um, so yeah, make sure you look at that. But before we get started in today's episode, we are changing up our format a little bit. So we talked about this in the live last week, but might as well talk about it here in case you missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley and I are super busy. We talk about this every week. You guys know what's up. Um, but we do want to do weekly episodes still. So we're going to change up the formatting and have us do um, one person talking about a topic a week. 
So this week I'm going to be talking about a topic and next week Haley will bring a topic to share. So you'll still get our banter. You'll still get to hear about our fucking nightmares. And (laughs) I don't know if I want to hear about your fucking nightmares. If they're like that one, maybe count me out. Yeah. I will listen to you. Obviously I will listen to you, but it's going to be scary. (laughs) You're not going to like it. it. Not, not fun. Um, yeah. And so anyway, uh, we're, we're just going to go back and forth. And so, yeah. Yeah. We're going to try to see to how try it goes. It out. Yeah. 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 I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. And we talked about doing um, like a live episode mm-hmm. also. Right. Um, yep. And then doing like a book club. So let us know what you think about that. Um, yeah. We also can like, we record so you guys can see when we're actually recording live. Mm-hmm. So we can put out our like room code so you guys can be like, watchers audience recording members, weekly. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah. so let us know if you have preference on what you'd like um i think we are gonna do like at least the monthly book club or book mm-hmm. book review because i yeah. think that you know it's just, fun it goes with what we do yeah it's, it's just right us. in our wheelhouse yeah I'm so ready. I'm so excited to know what you're finally talking about. Well, me too, because I actually <laughs> have had this uh, topic lined up for a couple weeks. So, well, not, I haven't like been researching it for a couple weeks, please. But <laughs> I, I knew I, whenever I started my research, I knew what I was going to do. So here we go. On October 15th, a car, cargo ship left Florida and was headed to San Juan, Puerto Rico. At this time, there was a tropical storm brewing and it eventually turned into a hurricane. Um, Tropical storms aren't normally a reason to cancel a voyage. So a crew of 33 went on as normal. The ship is called El Foco. A black box was discovered and a black box is a device that they put in aircraft and in like vessels. So if something happens, it's catastrophic. The black box can usually withstand a lot of damage and they can, and it records what happens if a plane crashes or a ship goes down so they can find out what happens in case there are no survivors. A black box was discovered from the ship and the first mate had been talking in the bridge about how the weather conditions weren't great, but the ship was doing just fine. Um, And that's actually not true. (gasps) The ship had been rocking. So the, the waves were just too much for this um, cargo ship to handle. And the waves had been rocking the ship so dramatically that the oil couldn't actually get to the engine anymore. And so when the engine isn't working, it's the stabilizers aren't working. So the ship ended up taking on a ton of water and. um, Oh no. At one point they hit a wave that was 30 story or three stories tall and like crashed down. So if we remember what the stories are, it's 30 feet, a cargo ship dropping 30 feet. Um, 
their captain sent a distress signal at around 7 a.m. And they, after that, he told them to put on their life vests. That 7 a.m. distress signal was the last anybody ever heard from them until the black box was discovered. So at that point at seven, he kind of made the, he didn't make it to sound out like a big deal. They're like, Hey, we're a little bit worried, but we're going to put our distress signal on, you know, if somebody needs to come find us. Yeah. After that call on the black box, you can hear him telling his crew that everybody needs to get their life jackets on. Um, the boat went down actually so quickly that no one was able to escape. This Holy area shit. that they were sailing in is notorious for disappearing ships and aircraft and, and even phenomenon. It spans 500,000 nautical miles off the coast of Florida to Puerto Rico and up to Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> it's known as the Bermuda Triangle. That's excellent. I've been so excited to do this episode and I actually had no idea. Like it's it's approximate the location yeah it's pretty much like off the coast of florida if something weird happens it gets blamed on the bermuda triangle um and then you know down just through the bahamas all that so Mm -hmm. so today we're going to talk about some of the incidents that are famous and that kind of led to the phenomenon that the bermuda triangle now totes these days oh excuse me and um like just some of the stuff that's happened and honestly there's a lot so i could probably do another episode on this yeah um, because uh in some of my research today it even gets into conspiracies like i didn't even get into conspiracies i just i'm just talking about a few incidents there are conspiracies on aliens yeah uh magnetic pole vortexes and even the last city of atlantis Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> so I was like, this is a big <gasps> fucking episode. Um, so today we're just talking about some of the incidents. So we'll probably come back to it because it's nice. just it's just massive. So <laughs> I was like, I've got to narrow it down to like <laughs> a manageable size today. Yeah. Um, so today, yeah, as I said, incidents. Um while the Bermuda Triangle has gained popularities, um, Wow, that doesn't even make sense. That sentence that I just said. Um, <laughs> oh, my notes sometimes. I'm like, really? What are you doing? What, what are you trying to say? <laughs> anyway, the Bermuda t- Triangle gained popularity in the 1960s after an article was published, I think in 1964, by uh, Vincent Gatiss uh, for Argo magazine. He started linking the disappearances of known aircraft and ships in the area. Um, Over the span of kind of, I mean, it goes from the first incident goes from 5 BCE or 30 BCE. Yeah. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Up to Columbus has incidents in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and, you know, and then as like more and more ships start going through there with trade routes and um, everything, there's over 50 ships and over 20 aircraft that have gone missing in the stretch of this and this stretch of the ocean. 
Um, vessels have gone missing without even a single trace and have never been found again. Planes have been discovered and pieces have been found. Um, but in most ca- cases, disappearances are inexplicable. Inexplic- <laughs> inexplicable. Um, and loved ones actually never get answers. Oh, that's awful. So... The first incident that we're going to discuss today is Flight 19. In 1945, a TPM Avenger torpedo bombers group, I don't actually know any airplane lingo, so bear with me, um, they left an air station in Fort Lauderdale. This group of airplanes was known as Flight 15. I think there's five aircraft. Um, they were doing a three-hour training didn't a three-hour training set known as um, navigation problem number one so they go and they fly in a triangle they drop bombs in you know uninhabited areas and then so they're just running this thing it should have been three hours they should have been out down and back to fort lauderdale uh, the group of planes had either three, most four of the five aircraft had three men of the, on board and one of them had two men on board. All were experienced with over 300 hours, uh, Navy men and Marines. So no, like no rookies, like everybody knew what they were doing. The exercise went smoothly at first, but the leader um, of the group, Lieutenant Charles Taylor, became convinced that something was wrong with his compass. Um and at 2.30 p.m., they had to drop, they dropped the bombs and they had to report back when bombs were dropped. And so it was logged at, you know, command. After this event or after they had done the bombs, they, this is when Taylor starts getting confused on where they're, where they're at. Um, and he thinks that they've been going in the wrong direction. Conditions were fine that day when they left, but they're starting to turn yucky and they didn't know where they were and they were completely lost. So they're calling back to the air traffic, air traffic control, and they're trying to explain their situation. They're saying that they can see some land and he's explaining and he, the, uh, Lieutenant Taylor is from Florida. So he was like, it looks like the keys. Okay. And so he would know what that looks like. Yeah. Um, that's over a hundred miles off course for them. They should Holy be nowhere shit. near the Florida Keys. So this is where stuff starts going wrong. Um, so they're so far off course. They've drifted over a hundred miles from where they should have been. If that's in fact where they are, he can't, you know, they don't know. Um, so all the pilots start getting confused and they're arguing about where they are. And he keeps flying west. And, or they're like, we need to keep flying West. And he thinks that they were at the keys. So he's like, we don't, if we keep flying West, we're going to hit Mexico. Like we need to go East. So they keep like changing direction, trying to find land. Oh no. And these aircraft don't have enough fuel to fly around all day. Right. This was to be three hours and they dropped right. the bombs at two 30 by 6 PM. They are still lost. They don't know where Shut they're at. Shut up. So. Oh, my God. They, they're they starting to lose hope. And um, 
Lieutenant Taylor said that they needed to close ranks and they're going to all ditch at the same time um, once one of the tanks reaches a gallon. Um, so that way they all go down together. Um, the next flight, the next communications were just static. And that was the last ever heard from Flight 19. No way. What? Yep. At 7.30 p.m., um, the aircraft that was sent out to go searching for them, so this about an hour and a half after the last communication, um, actually follow suit and was taking off out of Fort Lauderdale and exploded sh- shortly, like 20 minutes after they took off. What? Um, 13 crewmen were were recovered, but they were all perished. Yeah. Whoa. So the <gasps> aircraft and the Holy pilots shit. of Flight 19 were never discovered. And this story was a catalyst in popular popularizing the events um, that now like trend and like people bring up in the Bermuda Triangle. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Uh, yeah, I was like, what? just, yeah, imagine just being so far out there that you have no concept of where you are. Right. And also like the weather turns so you can't yeah. see land. Right. If That's you don't know so where terrifying. you're going and oh your instruments god. aren't working. Oh my god. Oh my so god. everything just kind of went sideways. Okay. The next one that we're going to talk about is the USS Cyclops. And this was in March. Ooh, I have to sneeze. That is the most banana straight real life thing that's happened I've ever. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's super freaky. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, USS Cyclops. Okay. In March 1918, one of the Navy's biggest ships disappeared without a trace. The USS Cyclops was crewed by over 306 people. And during World War I, the Cyclops became a key vessel in the Navy's assets for transporting troops and coal to other fuel ships around the world. The USS Cyclops left Brazil and then was loaded up with about 11,000 tons of manganese. I don't know what that term is, but... (laughs) <laughs> I dictated my notes and I clearly was talking to one of my kids in between this because I said, I'm going to put it in the bowl. <laughs> um, so they were actually headed for Baltimore and they stopped in Barbados from Brazil to Barbados to resupply for their long journey up north. They were seen in Barbados and took off and were supposed to arrive nine days later. And never showed up. No one has ever heard or found anything to do with the USS Cyclops. It is literally just gone. It's just vanished off the face no of the No survivors, earth. no lifeboats, no nothing. Message, just, no nothing. Uh, the last what? known communication was all is well. 
Shut up. Ew, I don't like your stories today. <laughs> Yuck. That's I, awful. It's awful. It's just very creepy. What happened? I need answers. I know. I know. I was, um, this one I heard on a podcast when I was doing some research and I was like, oh, they're going to tell me it's not solved. And she's like, it's never been dis- discovered. And I was like, God damn it. Holy cow. Yeah. That is. Um, we're, now we'll talk about the Mary Celeste. Mm. I don't have the time frame on this one, so I'll need to check that later. Mm. Um, Mary Celeste was a ship that was based in New York City and was headed to Gracia. I don't know where that is. I'm assuming through the Bermuda Triangle. Um, the weird part about the Mary Celeste was that another ship in its fleet left eight days after it did. Um, and the captain on that on the, the other ship knew people on the Mary Celeste. Like they they were coming from the same place. Uh, but they were going to different places, but they passed, they would pass the same route. They're sailing and they see a ship off the shore and they recognize it as the Mary Celeste. And they're like, what? That ship should have been to its destination eight days ago. Why is it right there? Mm -hmm. So they start to get closer and they notice that the sails are drawn up and one sail is ripped but other than that, it's just sitting in the like water yeah. turning. So it's like almost like it's stuck. How just big is the ship? Boat? Sl- like ship. Okay. And so it's just like kind of stuck in a whirlpool, vortex, yeah. something. Like it's just kind of in a bat, like a spot where they can't get out of it. What year is this? I don't. That's what I have to check. I don't remember. Okay. It's like a, it's a ship, like with yeah. sails. Right. So okay. seven, I think it was 1700s. Okay. Um, maybe 18. Uh, I don't know. Um, 1861. So the captain, there you go. 1861. Sorry. No, thank you for looking it up. Um, so this is odd that the sails are down or pulled up because the breeze is perfect. They should, there should be no reason that they're stuck. Like they don't understand. Um, so the captain ordered of this previous this ship that's on looking at the Mary Celeste ordered a few of his men to go check and see what happened and see if they can figure out what's going on. Um so they make it on board and look around and notice that the ship's taking on a little bit of water, but nothing catastrophic. And they notice that everything has been left intact. So they're hauling very expensive barrels of alcohol okay. and liquor, you know. Yeah. So that immediately rules out pirates. They're like they would never just like leave all these right. goods on board. Mm-hmm. Like they, all of this would have been pillaged. It wouldn't have been just left. Yeah. Um. The lifeboats were missing, but people didn't take any of their things. There and one part of the ship was completely boarded up, almost as like they were keeping something out. Um, 
they knew that they didn't take everything because the captain of the ship who had found them was friends with the captain of the Mary Celeste and his wife and daughter had been on board. So Mm -hmm. he knew like he was friends with them and the captain's wife had left her accordion and his friend, like him being their friends knew that she would never leave her accordion. It was her prized possession. Mm -hmm. And so clearly a fast departure, but no passengers were ever found. What? Like ever, and, anywhere in the world. They didn't the like land somewhere and of say. those passengers remains unknown. I don't like that story They just either. found a ghost ship. That's Rocking insane. around in a circle. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it at all. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I do have one note. So those are my my topics for the day. But I do have one note. There's a, a lot of like scientific evidence and there's a lot of research that is debunking people's theories and conspiracies about the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. But this statement kind of made me feel a little bit better. There is no evidence that mysterious or dangerous appearances occur with any greater frequency in the Bermuda Triangle than in any other large, well-traveled area in the ocean. Say that one more time. There's no evidence that mysterious disappearances occur with any greater frequency in the Bermuda Triangle than in any other large area that's well-traveled in the ocean. So what that's saying is like, there are disastrous, mysterious things that happen in the ocean all the time. The mm-hmm. Bermuda Triangle is there's no like chart that says it's like a hundred times more likely in right. that area. Yeah. There's just crazy shit that happens in the ocean, apparently. Yeah. The ocean is terrifying. Um, there are actually three other locations so far that are similar to the Bermuda Triangle. One of them is the Devil's Sea near Japan. And there's said to be a creature that actually has been seen over there. Yep. And another is off the coast of Venezuela. And that one is 25 square miles and they've had like 25 plane wrecks. So it's a very small area where something goes wrong. That one I'm like, that, that stat is too high for me. Yeah. That one's too much. Nope. No. No. Absolutely no. Absolutely Bermuda not. Bermuda Triangle is a huge, huge it's span a big of area. sea. Yeah. And cruise ships are through there every day. That is wild. You know, like, I don't know if I could do it after listening to your stories. I don't think I could do it. I think I would be in a panic. I think I would be I'm in a panic. I'm definitely going on a cruise next month and will be in the Bermuda Triangle for two of my locations. <laughs> And now I'm like, hmm. If I go missing. Shut up. Take it back. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to go missing. I'm fine. It was, but yeah. Holy cow. So wild. Oh my God. Take all the pictures. I will. I will. Oh my gosh. But yeah, now I'm like, ooh. That's kind of scary. Now it's going to be fine. But yeah. It's going to be fine. Um, I have one more story that's like (gasps) aliens. 
So Columbus has a note in his journal that they were kind of stuck in this like really seaweedy area for a few days. They weren't moving very fast because all the seaweed, it was almost like they had hit land. Um, And this is also in the Bermuda Triangle, but this was long before they actually even discovered land. And while they were stuck there for a few days on their last day, they looked under the water and saw a disc-like shape underneath the the water. What? And the disc raised higher and higher closer to the surface of the water and then finally raised out of the water and lit up. Ew. And then disappeared. This aliens for sure. Yeah. I definitely like can't like I feel like we can cover the Atlantis stuff when we cover Atlantis. Yeah. Because there's like theories that there's like technology hidden down there that messes with people's Mm. instruments. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't remember. I was going to do Amelia Earhart as well and do a section on her as well. But then I was like, I don't know if she actually got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. I think it. That's true, but I yeah, don't no, no. remember for sure. Yeah. I just think it was over the Atlantic. Um, But I do have a picture when we were in Miami. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of there's a plaque in Miami of where Amelia Earhart, she, they're like, this was her last location before she disappeared. And it was like, uh, that's so sad it's, and scary and crazy. Yeah. That's spooky. Yeah, that yeah. that many people or that big of a ship can just go missing. Or, you know, people, you just find a ship without any people on it and all their stuff is still there. That's spooky. That's abduction. Why did you even say that? I didn't even think about that. That's awful. I'm sorry. You like aliens. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy a good alien story. And that, that fits the bill, yeah. Bill. Um, there's also been other stories of where like, um, an aircraft that was, you know, off the coast of the Atlantic had been found in the Gulf, um, intact uh, underwater. So there's what? also theories of like time vortexes or yeah. tran- like things transporting, mm-hmm. um, and being found at a later, like a later time, but still Yuck. intact. Um, Don't like that. Yeah. There, there's some good stories. There was like, as I said, I could probably do a few episodes on this. There's a lot. Excellent. Please do. So <laughs> there you go. That's our episode. I love for it. today. Oh, so spooky. So spooky. So spooky. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to do next week? Do you have any no. ideas? I do have an idea. Okay. It's not it's not super spooky, but I might make it spooky. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in today. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening and staying with us, even though we took a couple month break. We really did need it, but I think we've got a good new system. So yeah. let us know what you think. Reach out. Follow yeah. us on Instagram. TikTok, we don't really update, but you can follow us on TikTok because we'll start updating it, hopefully. Um, Facebook, Twitter, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. reach out, follow us. You can always you can always send us an email at morethanmispodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about 
all the things that we're doing or if you have a suggestion of something that you want to hear, tell us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my gosh. Recommendations for sure. Yeah. Let us know what you think about the live. Let us know what you think about the book club. Let us know what you think about everything. We want to hear all of it. Yeah. All your deep, dark secrets. Tell us. Your scary (laughs) dreams. Uh, yeah yes <laughs> tell us your scary dreams <laughs> uh wherever you podcast we also podcast uh if you have a moment and you can leave a review um or just give us a like and follow that really helps just gives the little pod a little bump yep sure does and remember if you love us tell your friends tell your family and tell everybody you know tell everyone you know until next time stay curious bye